Hello, beautiful beings. I am Joshua, the full-time kid, and welcome to my first ever podcast. <laughs> it's a good one, I hope. <laughs> Anyways, I want to share something with you guys about the book that I'm reading. It is called The Denial of Death by Ernest Becker. Now, in this book, it really goes into details about how people cope with the idea of death. And some people don't even think about that kind of stuff or even want to because, you know, it doesn't bring the nicest thoughts to one's mind when thinking of these things, of course. But the thing is that the more that we deny and suppress it, the less that we are giving ourselves the capabilities of expanding on the possibilities of becoming more than just this body that we have now. And to build on that, I would like to share something from the book and page 58. And this passage is from the full humans and part humans. And it says here, he wants to be a god with only the equipment of an animal. And so he thrives on fantasies. As Ortega so well put it in epigraph, we have used for this chapter, man uses his ideas for defense of his existence to frighten away reality. So, in a way, this makes me feel, and not only this part, but also other, you know, things that I've read about the book, is that it brings the idea of heroism. And heroism, as it described in this book, is the idea that people you know, think that they're more than just something that dies and that's part of this earth. Like everything else has a lifespan here. And they have the capabilities of changing that. Which in my opinion is true to a point. The thing is though they are denying themselves like a possibilities of infinite amount of imagination and curiosity. And it's more feeding of an ego of becoming a god. And in that case, some people go into the space of not seeing things as equals. And it said a passage here on this book that, that one of the, the reasons why there is such things as racism or people like Adolf Hitler is because of the idea of heroism that they separate themselves from their own reality and become more of a being that, you know, that has this urge to become immortal. And in a way, it doesn't, it doesn't capture itself in the ideas of a human aspect anymore. It, it's, it's so oblivious to the idea, and it's almost like it's suppressing it. It's thought of death. It's kind of like the movie 300, you know, <laughs> that Persian king where it, He's trying to like manipulate everyone to think he's a god, but then you call you see Leonidas throw that spear at him to prove that he bleeds as any mortal on earth, and he should be treated as one too, and and so everyone should be treated equally, you know. Anyways, that's what you know, a conflict that it has with heroism, that it it doesn't show people that they are capable of achieving greatness as well within their own selves there's uh there's something that causes more individuality and more separation 
and achieving this idea that is really based on egoistic tactics of suppressing the idea of death. And one thing I would like to also share is that, you know, the, the question comes whenever you start accepting the idea of death is why, or if there is a God, why did God create me to understand how some of the concepts of the universe works and acknowledging that I am going to die and also limit me from doing anything about that you know that I that I know I'm going to die and I can't escape it and in a way it brings depression and anxiety like why would a God create such a thing and it says here, every human being is uh, equally unfree. That is, we create out of freedom a prison. So, in a way, like, Earth can be seen as a, as a prison of, uh, of our own existence. And, you know, people can th think of that as like, man, that's, that's a very depressing way of looking at things. But at the same time, it's, it's bringing you down to build you up and this is where i think the book is trying to tell people and trying to leave i haven't finished the book yet but i'm starting to feel and, and read that this author is really trying to tell people that the, once you start accepting the truth about your existence the more you're opening yourself to the possibilities of what you can do because after that there's nothing but up. There's nothing but up, and the, and your imagination is increased by that. The possibilities are are tenfold. You know, there's just so much beauty into knowing that maybe this might be it, and being okay with that, and everything else after that is just bonuses of life. And I love that idea. You know, appreciating life for what it is. And being okay that if the earth somehow blew up tomorrow with us on it, that it was beautiful and it was divine and it was magical. It was everything like who knows if any other being out there got this opportunity to experience life as we do. And it was wonderful. And, and we don't take any like we don't take it for granted. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. But at the same time, why not expand more on that? We have nothing to lose. We can totally build a whole new perspective and even ourselves to the possibilities of being more than just this body. So I think it's a beautiful book. I think it's going into a direction of spirituality, which in a way they try and a lot of people try to find a word that really resonates with what the heck is spirituality? What the heck is a soul? You know, and of course, you know, it's just an idea and we all feel it some way, somehow, in shape and form. But, you know, we don't want to be caught up into this idea of whether it's a religion or a cult. At the same time, um, we have no other words of expressing this divination, you know, this energy that really brings us all together with the cosmos. You know, because and deep inside of us, we know and it is proven that we are made of the same material as stardust and the skies and the cosmos and that 
you know, it's just different structures of things. And having, I believe, like being here, it's like as so many uh, people that I associate with closely, it's a school of learning to accept the now and then also, you know, opening yourself up to being grateful and also knowing that you are worth everything that you have every capability of achieving whatever you set your mind to that you are worthy you are worthy of being loved you are worthy of having uh, love in your life within yourself and for others and you should always strive to become the best version of yourself you know and that's one thing my best friend Cayenne always uh, says, you know, she probably got it from somewhere else. I have no clue, but it resonated with me and it came from her. And I appreciate her so much for showing me that aspect of life that it's not about being the most divine person. Like, say, like uh, something that's like unachievable, that's unimaginable in our state of being our like ourselves, but more about being coming the most favorite person of your like favorite version of yourself. And that has to do with both your your body and your spirituality. So this book really goes into depth about how it's really ironic about like like how we are stuck in the in this realm between the two of being a, a divine being or a creature. You know, we have these feelings and we have these needs and urges of uh, living in this world but we also know that we are more than this and some people might see it as a as a like a very very sick way of living and torturous or you, it, it's really about your own perspective of things maybe it's a it's a way of of really pushing the boundaries of like man let's find a way to see if we can be like like, like last night we were talking about consciousness like, is there such a way to transfer our own consciousness to, I don't know, let's say an android? Maybe. Maybe. But someone had to imagine that or someone had to imagine that in order to put in the work to discover stuff that's already here. Uh, there was my friend that we were talking uh, to last night. We were up to like maybe 5 a.m. in the morning. And the thing he really, really like iterates is that we do not invent anything but discover and that really that really like hit home for me because that's like man that's true like all this has already been invented has already been written we're just discovering it how it works we're not inventing anything new we're just discovering how the universe works so we can become more than just this and we're giving that free will but at the same time we know that there is a finit to our life and I'll give you an example of my life like I know there's gonna be a point in my lifespan whether it's being human or beyond because I choose to believe that is there's more to this than just me being here which I'm totally fine with that you know but at the same time why not you know open that possibilities I feel like because we have a part of God within us or just in general part of the cosmos within us we have the same capabilities of forming being an engineer alchemy magic 
we have the same hands as I'm going to put personification to this as God, like a creator, like a, a, a source, whatever, uh, whatever thing you want to call it, whatever, like you might think of it. I'm trying to make it a more of a, of a persona. But in reality, who knows? Maybe it's out of coincidence. The thing is, though, we because we come from it, we can actually be like, I don't like to say destroy, but we can put like, um, take apart almost like, I don't know, like the art of Ablo, Gerald, uh, forget his first name. Um, uh, people are going to hate me in the fashion industry for this. The person that, uh, that invented Off-White, Virgil Abloh, he's a destruction, like deconstruction of material and putting in all unique like pieces to form whatever it is. Like I remember this art uh, piece that he made was of a bike and he put him in a certain way all the pieces that make the bike. Individually, they're just pieces, you know, they're all forms of energy. But when you put them all together, they form the bike. And so I believe that we can, we have the capabilities are taking ourselves down to the to the molecular level, or, or even smaller, or even more to who knows what is above, you know, this reality that we have now. And I feel like we have the capabilities of controlling that. But at the same time, we will all come to a finite end where everything that makes the cosmos we become one again. And we have to accept the fact, in my opinion, oh, that's another thing I want to reiterate on this podcast is that nothing is ever 100% yes or no. There's no like right or wrong here. This is purely like my own consciousness of what I feel. And I could be completely wrong. And at the same time, I always say this, I don't know anything. But it's whatever makes like sense to me and it brings happiness to my heart and also love and you know potential to increase imagination and exploration and limitless possibilities. And I think because of that, we are giving our chance to grow more and more and becoming something that you know, other people don't really care about sometimes, and that's okay. That's okay because we're all in different um, parts of our path. At the say, like I say again, it all ends the same. But again, I really want to reiterate: it's about the ride. It's about the ride of this journey. It's about like enjoying the moment, and that's something I am practicing myself too, living in the moment and taking it all in. And appreciating it. It's like when people go and uh, like waiting in line to a roller coaster. You know where the beginning is. You know where the end is. But you still want to ride to have the experience. And I think that's amazing. You know, the waves of fear, all the emotions that you have and happiness. I mean, that's what's so beautiful about being a human. It's like we have these highs and lows and that's what makes it so beautiful. It, it, we appreciate it even though there's some times where we don't because like man it sucks to have these feelings but without those waves we wouldn't appreciate the other feelings that come from it you know whether it's you know happiness or love so i appreciate you know god for giving me this opportunity to live here on this earth 
And for those who don't believe in, in uh, you know, a God or, 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 you know, are open to the possibilities like I am, it's just I'd rather choose to uh, believe in one because it's, I, I just think it's cooler, man. <laughs> Why not, you know? I, I think that's so awesome because I'm a big fan of science fiction and, and like fantasy and stuff. And I love stories about gods and their personas and what they've done. I'm like recently I'm I'm actually listening to the oh what's oh, I almost forget the journey to the West, but the prior's journey to the West. You know, I, I think that's so fascinating how I feel like the monkeys actually human like supposed to represent humans and you know I feel like the humans have the same capabilities as the as the monkey king to go through all these teachings to learn immortality to become a god, but at the same time, it's just the way uh, we do it, you know, he, he did it more for his ego than actually, you know, trying to achieve something for the greater good of all humanity, and, you know, it was more of a, of a again, the same topic we're talking about today is the denial of death, the monkey king did not want to die, you know, and, so he was trying to find a way of immortality, but at the same time, he's still uh, stuck as being a creature. And that's where the duality is. I wanted to bring up this example because I, I, I thought about it whenever I was reading that this portion of the book about, the, as it describes the creatureness and the definitionness of us beings, that we're like stuck between the two. And one book that popped in my head was... The Golden Compass and His Dark Materials. I don't know if any of you guys read that series, but it's a fascinating series because it's about uh, like going into different timelines and different, uh, you know, realities, like almost like a different dimensions where we're, uh, we're like ourselves, but not in a way. And but the thing that really captured me connecting these dots because and that's what we like to do as humans we like to see uh, patterns and things is that in that book their creatureness was actually a, a kind of like a familiar a familiar like like what I mean by familiar is like an animal like um, they call their familiars daemons and the daemons are are represented by animals. Whether it's a eagle or or a dolphin, it depends on how the person lives his life, and it's growing accustomed to its environment. The thing is, though, as a child, the animals can shape shift because the child is still learning who they are in a way, and it hasn't formed into its you know its pure animal self yet. But these daemons also reflect the person's emotions it shows their characteristics whenever they try to hide it it's almost like the animal part of their human body being expressed through these animals and spoiler alert for the people that haven't read this book i will spoil it during this podcast is that um during the book at towards the end they actually try to cut off and they succeeded. They cut off the connection between the creatureness and the human, like the body of the human. And it was just crazy because like the thought of being separate from your familiar 
was so disgusting to even think about because it's such a part of you. There was a point in this book that it was describing how painful it is to be separate from your familiar because it's such a part of you. And that's the same thing that reflects us with our being creatures, you know, that part of us that is part of like the evolution aspects of being on Earth. That is such a part of us that we have a hard time letting go of it, um, whether it's because it brings us um, like harmony or pleasure or, you know, balance. Because it is part of us. So us denying it is just suppressing it. And of course, people who do that will always come to the same conclusion that it is an anxiety and depressive thing to do because you're denying a great portion of who you are being in this reality. And accepting that that part of you is going to die and, and acknowledging it just opens the portal for you more possibilities for you to expand on and and even grow because we are on a time crunch and that's something that being a human is one of its greatest feats and in the world of D&D which is Dungeons and Dragons one thing that it characterizes the, the humans is that they are very inventive and are willing to go the extra mile and their their will to survive or to discover is so like powerful because of their time restrictions they are one of the races that live the least like their ex their lifespan is not as abundant as so many other characters so they are they're on the grind to find meaning in their life and also achieve their goals so they're going to be more of the risk takers they're they're so passionate and they're so driven with whatever um, character you choose to be in, in the game and that's the thing that either makes them or breaks them but that's something that makes us so unique of being human and I always love the possibilities of why not why not have those ideas you know what are you going to lose now that you found peace of knowing that this might be the end you can actually you know take chances Go and explore, be inventive, try things new or lead something here that tickles the minds of other curious beings and who knows, they can create something that will help us learn more about the cosmos and even ourselves. Because right now I truly believe that I am more than this body, but at the same time, how much of my own mind will be lost in the process? I truly believe that I will not be the same person after this. And it, it could be like, I could be who knows what, you know, but at the same time, you just know that you're more than what you perceive yourself to be in this timeline. But it is also a beautiful thing. And that's why we must accept the fact that we are going to die. Whether to become something more, something less, in our own opinion, to me, there's nothing more or less. Everything is equally, and everything has its meaning to it, whether we accept it or not. I'm really big on that. I'm really big on everything has a reason, even though some people will like to say that there isn't. I believe there is a reason for everything, but it doesn't mean that it's not being used at that time. Like, I'll give you an example, like the appendix. 
Like a lot of people don't know what the heck it is for. But in my in my opinion, I think it had a use at our at our time. Maybe before, or maybe it might have use in the future. You know, you never know these things. Our our bodies are so equipped with things to help us, you know, adapt to our environment in the future or, or evolve from our past. And maybe they're just not being utilized. An example of that is our anxiety. Like an anxi anxiety helped us so much in the past to live with our surroundings of being potentially like gutted, being killed. Because it was survival of the fittest at that moment. But now, everything's more mellow. You can actually relax and not worry about keeping an eye open that someone might come and, like, freaking kill you. It's not like that anymore. But because we have that instinct in us, our anxiety sometimes likes to come out and make things out of nothing. Because it is not being used. And therefore... It feels like it has a purpose, but it's not being utilized, so it will create something out of nothing. And that's where I believe people have anxiety attacks for most random things. But once you realize where that is coming from and why you have it, the more you can accept it and control it. And that's a vital part of accepting being human, being a creature, but also having patience for yourself having love for yourself, and also being one with yourself. And that's the duality of things. Um, it's like we're in school of really having appreciation and remembering why we do the things we do. Even though it's kind of hard because we have to accept the fact that, man, we dying here. Why are we here to just die? But I think it's more how you see it, you know, your perspective of life. And once you grasp that concept, the sky's the limit. For real. Well, thank you for listening in. I have to go now. This is the full-time kid. And I'm heading out. XO, XO to infinity, yo. And I catch you on the next one.